0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
1: You're listening to Lego Masters Deconstructed. Welcome back to Lego Masters Deconstructed, Australia's only Lego Masters podcast. We are recapping episode eight of the TV show on this episode, and it was a wild time. It's not what we expect. Well, actually, you know what? It is kind of what we expected. <laughs> we more or less predicted it last episode, just not to the extreme that they ended up going.
0: Yes. So at the end of the last episode, when we saw the teasers for this mid-season twist, we did say... The show loves bringing back contestants. It's You know, we haven't really had one yet. So we were right in that sense, but they actually brought back four teams, the first four teams that had been eliminated, and they were playing for two of those teams to come back into the competition.
1: Which is wild because it means that we were down to the final four, but now we're back to six teams. Mm. And Hamish did say something about us being halfway through the season, so that does confirm our suspicion that this is a longer season as well previous seasons have been, I think like 11, maybe 12 episodes. And if we're halfway through it, episode eight, this must be like 15, 16 episodes or something in that ballpark. So that's very exciting as well. A lot of builds to go yet.
0: Yes. Now, what are your thoughts on this parent tape? I think fans are going to be divided over whether or not they, they like this twist. I'm a little bit in two minds about it. I like it because... I felt like the teams really went hard in their builds because they knew they had nothing to lose. And I liked that we sort of got to see a bit more experimentation and we got to see the team to sort of put it all out there. I also liked that we got to see so much more detail and we got to see the process of each team more, which is something that we have been kind of complaining about a little bit the last few episodes, feeling like we don't get to see that much of the builds when there's so many teams. But because there were only four builds, we got a lot more detail of each. But there's something about it that I'm just a bit like unsure if I like.
1: I feel like I'm a fan, first of all, because I miss a lot of the teams and it's nice to have them back and potentially have them back for even longer. Well Yes. But also I feel like it feels sometimes like teams get eliminated based off of one bad build that just happens to be an elimination as opposed to mm-hmm. their entire catalogue. And so it's nice to have a chance to prove themselves to be like, no, 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 that was just a one-off bad example. So I kind of like that about it as well. And also, as I said, it just means more episodes and more builds. And so that's kind of fun as well.
0: Yeah. So this was a four seasons challenge, which if you remember from our trailer breakdown, Parente, you guessed that this could be a challenge this season. So another tick for the prediction there.
1: I absolutely did. Although in the show's defense, I thought maybe it would be tied into the snow globe thing somehow. But if we just ignore that, then I look like a genius. (laughs)
0: So each team got a different base plate with a different season and they had 10 hours to build uh, to minifigure scale.
1: Yeah, the minifigure scale thing was interesting because I'm first of all surprised that Brickman specified a scale for them. I feel like that's kind of uncommon. Mm. But also about half the builds didn't really stick to it that clearly. I think two of them quite clearly did and two of them played fairly fast and loose with it and one of those ones won. So kind of interesting.
0: Mm, Let's jump right into it. We'll jump in with Gabby and Ryan, who were one of our winners and are now back in the competition. They got winter. And I must say, like, this was my favorite build from this episode and probably my favorite build that they've ever done.
1: Yeah, I would agree with both those things. It's the second time they've done a heist and so I wonder how many times they can get away with doing heists, <laughs> but I'm not complaining. I thought it was great. I love that it was a heist. I liked that there was a train that was cool. And as I said, this was one of the bills that did specifically stick to minifigure scale quite explicitly. So I was into that as well.
0: Mm, it was also the one that my eye was the most drawn to when they sort of had a wide shot with all of them lined up. So... I was very impressed with it when we got to see all the little details. I especially loved, and I'm glad that they touched on this in the show, down the back of the mountain, they had like a miner going down and they sort of had this really quick shot of behind it. And I was like, whoa, what's that behind? So I was glad that they went in and showed us that. I just thought they absolutely nailed this. I liked that they sort of had two main features and they just rolled with it and they just did a really good job.
1: Welcome back to the show, Gabby and Ryan. Good to have you back.
0: Our other team that has made it back into the competition is Jess and Anthony, which is very exciting. They had Autumn and their idea was really cute. They did like a camping adventure and Anthony had this really nice story about this caravan that was sort of based off his Nan and Pop's caravan and was sort of a nice feature of the build. So that was very sweet.
1: I did like this build. I think my favorite part of the build was just having Jess and Anthony back and just mm-hmm. seeing Anthony's be a Lego fan on screen for an hour. It was so great. The caravan thing was very sweet. It probably wouldn't have been one of the top two that I would have picked personally, But that's being, I think they were all in pretty close competition. So that's absolutely not a strong criticism of the build.
0: Yeah, I really liked seeing them on screen again, because I feel like even just from the last episode that they were on, their confidence had grown so much and they seemed so much more sure of themselves. I think the only thing that I was a little bit lost on was the size of the bear. It almost looked like it was bigger than like the mountain they had built behind it. So I was just a little bit confused about the scale there, but the bear looked amazing. The face was perfect. Anthony absolutely nailed it.
1: Yeah, normally I wouldn't have really an issue with playing fast and loose with scale, but because they had been told to build to a specific scale, I Mm. was a little confused by that. Not a huge deal, but I was kind of like, yo, that's a pretty big bear. (laughs) Let's
0: jump to Amy and Darway who had spring and the initial idea was like this flower festival with a big rainbow at the back of it. And then they were struggling a little bit to sort of get the rainbow to work and and get their idea happening. So they ended up changing to a spring phoenix that sort of had this like baby chick with a phoenix kind of looking after it. It was very like big and bold and beautiful.
1: They did kind of Scotty and Owen this build a little bit where they had to abandon it halfway through. They did. (laughs) I thought the final build was magnificent. And I remember us seeing this phoenix in the trailer Mm -hmm. and like really stopping and taking note of the phoenix because of the way it was constructed the wings and everything was so beautiful yeah and it took me a moment this episode to be like wait a second that's the phoenix that I loved and so I I was such a big fan of this build but they had just so many I guess false starts getting it going that I think Brickman was just kind of like Mm. nah you guys gotta stay away which is really sad because it was so great to have Amy and Dawei back on screen
0: yeah definitely and Look, Dawei still stressed me out by suddenly <laughs> wanting to put a power function in the head of the bird with 10 minutes to go. Oh my goodness. Like I can't deal. But <laughs> he he did abandon it and, you know, went went with his gut, so that was good. I did sort of question halfway through how mini figure scale works when you don't have any mini figures in the build, but they did end up building a lot of stories on the ground. They had like a cute little bird watching heart. They had the birds and the bees tree, which was a really cute idea from Amy. And I really liked it in the end.
1: I think all of Australia fell in love with Amy a bit when she was like, oh, Dawei, are you, are you sure that you want to do this? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, yeah. And she was like, oh, hey, maybe <laughs> don't. I think that was all of us in that moment. She's so sweet.
0: Lastly, we had Jeff in Atlanta who had Summer. And oh, this is just... Such a classic Jeff and Atlanta build. I love how their brains work. Yes. So they did the summer ice cream monster attack and they basically had a giant ice cream character that was sort of dripping down and had these big scary eyes that was like crashing onto the beach and they had this uh, great jetty down the back that had been destroyed and all these cute little stories going on. I just loved it.
1: I was such a fan of this build. And, you know, we've been saying it since day one. Like, we love Jeff and Atlanta so much. Mm-hmm. I think they're still my favorite team. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and I also really loved this build. I thought it was so creative. As far as I could tell, it looked really good aesthetically. Brickman had some thoughts on the technical stuff. I was like, nah, I don't even care. Bring him back. Get him back in the show. But unfortunately, it was not to be.
0: Yeah, that's interesting you say that, actually. Because something that Brickman said was the way that they built the ice cream cone could have been a good opportunity to show some more technical ability by using a different style of building. But I wonder, where's the line there in this looks great and you've done an amazing job versus you, you could have built it differently? Like what, How does he judge that?
1: And especially because I think at one point in the episode they said specifically that they didn't build it in a different way because they wanted it to look Mm. the way that it did, like they did it intentionally. Mm. So, yeah, I agree. It's hard to say. But there's also possibly other things that were in the build that Brickman would have wanted to see more technical versions of potentially, not just the ice cream.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The other thing I wanted to say on Jeff and Atlanta was initially when they were deciding which uh, base plate each team got, Jeff and Atlanta said that they wanted autumn because they wanted to do something around Halloween. Do they know that Halloween is not in autumn in Australia? Or do they just they just wanted to do like an American Halloween theme?
1: Yeah, I assume because so much of the Halloween imagery is tied up with autumnal imagery because of the US. I assume that's kind of what they meant.
0: I'll let it slide. So the next episode appears to be the arcade games. Challenge, which I'm very excited for.
1: Yeah, we saw a preview of it in the trailer, and it seemed like they were maybe building inside arcade machines or Mm -hmm. something like that. I don't know, very exciting, very interesting.
0: I'm keen, and it doesn't appear to be an elimination. I think it's just an immunity build, so that's nice to have another
1: episode
0: where no one leaves.
1: I wonder which teams are going to have an advantage with some arcade knowledge like hopefully you don't need too much arcade knowledge to excel at this build Mm. but i wonder which teams have secret arcade fans in them we'll have some i reckon thank you so much for listening to this episode of lego masters deconstructed australia's only lego masters podcast make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast app or service that you use hopefully we're there and also if you can give us a review because People say that helps podcasts. I don't really know, but that's what all the podcasts say, so do that. Take a shot every time
0: Perente says podcast. <laughs> you just said it like six times.
1: <laughs> I'm going to leave that in, Zoe, and if anyone gets alcohol poisoning, it's your fault, not mine. No. Unless you're under 18, in which case, don't you dare touch the <laughs> devil's liquid.
0: <laughs> Make sure you are following us on Instagram at legomasters underscore deconstructed and on Twitter at LMDthepod. And as always, feel free to message us there, any thoughts or questions about the episode.
1: Thank you so much for listening, guys. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.